Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Who was your first celebrity crush? 651 651- 641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And you know what, uh, Punky Brewster, Soleil Moonfry? Yeah. She is uh talking because, by the way, her show is coming back on uh I believe it's on the it's on Peacock, right? Yep. Yeah. So they're doing a reboot of Punky Brewster. And so she's doing a lot of talking lately, and and uh, she wants the world to know who her first celebrity crush was. And this is what sets her apart from the rest of us. She got to actually meet her first celebrity crush. Oh, who? Because he was a um, guest star, or a guest had a guest spot on Punky Brewster a couple times. It was Andy Gibb. Oh, isn't that adorable? That is adorable. Uh, she said, "Quote: I was so in love with him. I still love him so much." The other day, we were talking about all these amazing elements that we remembered. I think she's talking about the show, like filming the show. And she said, um, "I said I can still smell his skin. Uh, I can remember so many amazing parts of him." Skin. Yeah, that's creepy. One of the things that stands out most to me is that he was was so kind and loving. And to be children, were you the kids on the set? And to be able to still be a kid and have someone come in and give you that kind of love and show you that kind of respect. He just emanated love. And I carry that with me for all these years, she said, of Andy Gibb, her first celebrity crush. And I was wondering, hey, guys, what was your first celebrity crush? 651-641-1071. Who was your first celebrity crush? Bradley Trainer. I you know it's hard to nail down, but I know that I had a huge. Well, I know I tried to nail him down. Ow! But you were not successful, right? Um, but I will say that one of my first celebrity crushes was Alan Kaiser. Was Alan Kaiser? Oh, from Mama's Bub- family. Yeah, Bubba. Bubba from Mama's family. Yeah, like just yeah. I Bubba was adorable. Mm-hmm. He was so cute. I you know it's funny because. I'm sure that my very first, my very, very first was Ricky Schroeder. Yeah. But. Sure. That makes sense. But a I, lot ha- of people. I had like three defining celebrity crushes in three? my young years. Oh my God. You were busy. Well, yeah. So Ricky Schroeder. Wow, People Schroeder, Magazine would have written a story about you. Okay. <laughs> I'm so true. I got around. Uh, Ricky <laughs> Schroeder was one of them. Kirk Cameron Oh, yeah. I mean, that didn't age well. But yeah, yeah, Um, no, I think you're right. A lot of people. And can I guess the third? Because I think this might be mine, too. No. (laughs) Yes, you can guess. And no, it's not not yours. 
Um, Michael J. Fox? No. Oh. I did not have a crush on Michael J. Fox, which oh, is did. weird. No, the one that like really stands out to me is when La Bamba came out. The oh, Ricky Valens? No, it was actually Lou Diamond Phillips. Well, yeah, who played who Ricky Valens. played Ricky Valens. Well, I mean, I, how could you not? That man was... I used to walk boing. to my neighbor's house to like who lived a block away to play for the day. And I would like be walking down the street and I wanted to make sure I looked my best. Because what if, what if a limousine with Lou Diamond Phillips drove by and totally. saw me and he yeah. pulled over and that was going to be like he he was going to totally marry me. plausible because mm-hmm. i was 10 um we've got full phones good Sweet. well i don't care because i've got one more oh fine no who? i'm kidding we can go oh, okay fine I'll, who do we I'll have on the line holly uh let's start with jody hello jody jody who is your first celebrity crush hi jody hello mine was greg brady from the brady bunch mm. oh sure yeah and my other one was John Cassidy from the Hardy Boys. Yes. Oh, I love and it. I even seen, I even seen Sean Cassidy in concert on my birthday. Oh, how oh, fun that's is that? adorable. That's at the Civic Center a long time ago. <laughs> Did he notice you, Jody? Did he say, "There she is"? Oh heck, no. We we were up in the in the up way up there, but I just that was my first concert was. I'll never forget it. Oh, I love that. Thanks for your call. I totally get the Barry Williams love. I totally yeah. get it. He's oh, a sure. delightful person, too. Um, all right. Who do, who else do we have on the line, Holly? Let's go to Anne. Hi, Anne. Hi, Anne. Anne, who was your first celebrity crush? My first celebrity crush was Robert Vaughn. And if you remember, he played the man from Solo, from the man from Uncle. Um, he played Napoleon Solo. Oh. Robert. Vaughan. Okay, we are very furiously uh, googling him. Minnesota. Oh, 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 I know that guy. Yes, he's from Minnesota. Maybe. No, I, he's from New York. Oh, okay. I'm thinking I was like, of somebody we'll else. Him. Thanks for your call. Um, Peter Graves is from Minnesota. Okay, he was on Mission Impossible. I think. Peter Graves really is from wow. Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, look at I'm that. Peter Graves. Uh, who else do we have on the line, Holly? Uh, Patty's joining us. Hi, Patty. Patty, who was your first celebrity crush? My seventh grade self was obsessed with Rick Springfield. Oh, for my, sure. Yeah. My bedroom walls and my seventh grade locker were just absolutely plastered with Rick Springfield. I could not get enough of him, and I didn't understand these feelings I was having. Yeah, you were like, what yeah. is this? Weird tingle. It's uncomfortable, but it feels so good. <laughs> I love it. He's a good one. Thanks for your call. I will. Yes, he's he's a good one. When we were in Disney World, um, gosh, I don't know, like two years ago, pre-pandemic, we were walking around Ep- Epcot Center, and there was a big sign that was like Rick Springfield playing like a free concert at a stage in Disney World. My God, tonight. Like, what? So we were like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so great. Like we finished our dinner and we went over to that stage and it was packed. I mean, there were so many people there and we were way in the back, like kind of purposely on the outskirts, but we were like telling the kids, we were like, we're going to hear this song. It's called Jesse's Girl. It's the best song ever. And we're like dancing around to it. Rick Springfield hops off the stage, comes all the way to the back, like, like you know, virtual nosebleeds, and he's, like, high-fiving everybody. He's just, like, a What a, a guy. What an awesome I'm guy. Just saying, like, Thanks I imagine for sharing that. every woman in that crowd had was... a crush on him at some point. Yeah. And they were all going bonkers because he was, like, loving up his fans. Yeah. All right, who's, who's next, Holly? Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Lisa, who is your first celebrity crush? 
Tom Selleck, mm. Magnum P.I., mm-hmm. that mustache, that hair, oh, oh, yeah. that hair. Yeah, you're feeling all mm-hmm. of those tingly feelings. I, it's Which hard. Is, I was only 11, which is kind of weird because he was so testosterone-y. You'd think yeah, I well, would be into look, it. Chemicals are chemicals, honey. It also, don't matter. testosterone is actually another canned pasta dish if from only. Chef Boyardee. If Yum. only I would have bought me a case. <laughs> Thanks for your call. <laughs> testosterone um, Do you know who else popped to mind? Is um, popped to mind is an odd choice. Yeah. Um, Lorenzo Lamas. Did you not have a crush on Lorenzo you know what? Lamas? I didn't, but one of my best friends was obsessed with Lorenzo Lamas. And and that had to be pretty early on because that was uh, Falcon Crest. And also, also child of noted Minneapolis favorite Arlene Dahl. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Who had a, her own wig line. I did. <laughs> it's true. I did do this thing. Did you do this when you were a kid? Uh, If somebody else had a crush on somebody, I did not. So, like, my best friend loved Lorenzo Lamas, and I was like, no, then I don't. Like, I just. Oh, sure. Like, yeah, it's. Because I didn't, couldn't share. I wasn't going to share with her. I was, you know, we, we did our own thing. She just got engaged, by the way. Did he really? Yeah, 63. To whom? A lady. I don't care. A gal. Not not us. Exactly. Um, no. Do we have one more caller, Holly? Uh, let's have Barb give us the last Perfect. word on this. Hi, Barb. Barb, who was your first celebrity crush? Hi, this is Barb. Um, Robert Redford. Ooh. Oh. had a full-length, uh, full-size poster mm. over my bed. Bet mm. you did. Over your, on bed. your bed. I love it. No, over, over. On the wall. Okay, on the wall. I love it. <laughs> She's so like, great. I laid next to it every night. And cuddled up. <laughs> now, did you love him? What movie did you love him in the um, most? Well, let's see. Probably early days. The um... Oh, shoot. Now I can't think of the name of it. With Paul Newman. And I sat through that movie twice at the theater. Uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Butch Cassidy, Kid? Yeah. Yep. Did yep. you and see The Way We it. Were? Because I feel like everybody who crushes on him needs to see oh, The Way course. We Were. Yeah. Of course. I've never seen that, but I will say when I watched... put him to bed when he's drunk and just right. look at him in all his beautiful finery. When I watched... Uh, thank you for your call, Barb. When I, uh, when I saw The Great Gatsby for the first time, that's when I understood the naughty tingles. <laughs> no, for Robert Redford. I was yeah. like, oh... Oh, I see it now. Scott Fitzgerald. Yes. Who um, didn't have Holly, naughty tingles for F. Scott? I bet Holly did. Holly, who did you have naughty tingles for? Who was your first celebrity crush? I didn't really have celebrity you crushes. You know who it was? It was I, probably like... Um, <laughs> I used to fake having celebrity crushes like I used to fake having actual crushes in order to fit in more because I didn't have them. It was like Groucho Marx, wasn't it? Busted. <laughs> Busted. Like, no, no, it's not. I actually, like, tingles were provided by... We know <laughs> what tingles were provided by. Do you want to share that bring, story on the air? Don't even bring up Santa Bear. <laughs> Look at the time. <laughs> by the way, we got a text from Donna, and she said that was Ryan O'Neill in the way we were. No, it was no, not. It was not. That's it's Robert a, Redford and Barbara Streisand. We're to talk to her about this tomorrow. Ryan O'Neill was in Love, Love Story, Story with yeah. Allie McGraw. The way we were is Robert Redford. By the way, full circle, Robert Vaughn was from Minnesota. Barb shared off the air he went to 
high school in Minneapolis, and he attended the University of Minnesota. Oh, well, maybe he was just born in New York and then moved to Minnesota. That happens sometimes. Oh, yeah. His parents divorced, and he came to live with his grandparents in Minneapolis while his mother traveled and performed. Where did he go to school? After high school, he went to the University of Minnesota. So I don't know where he actually went to high school. Donna has replied. She said, oh, yeah. I think I said Paul Newman, LOL. And on that note, when we come back on the Colleen Donna and Bradley needs to put the booze show, down know, at 2.14. only 2.15. When we come back, we got to get the gooper scoopers together. Oof, oof, da, oof, da. Uh, she's talking. Good old mm-hmm. goop. Gwyneth Paltrow. And we're going to talk about her after this on My Talk 1071. Well, whenever we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. We have a little name for ourselves. We call ourselves the Gooper Scoopers. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are going to find you stuff that's dumb. Hey, before I get to Goop, can I just tell you that Robert Vaughn went to North High School, Colleen? You asked in oh, the previous segment. That's exciting. I don't even know what a North High School is, but you would North, probably know. Yeah, it's in Minneapolis on the north side. Yeah. Yeah, North High Makes School. Makes sense. They actually, uh, I don't know about now, but uh, when I was in high school, they had a very, very healthy um, theater program. They were like oh. well-known for their theater program. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, so little-known fact, Robert yeah. Vaughn, Minneapolis cool. alum. Okay, uh, I would like to tell you about Gwyneth Paltrow's latest... Stunt? <sighs> ...goop uh, experience. So... Gwyneth Paltrow, now here's the story, so hear me. Gwyneth Paltrow revealed that she had COVID early on, and it has left her with some long-term fatigue and some other things. Okay, a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. But here's where she lost Can me. I Can I pause really quickly? Yeah. I already am intrigued because I think to myself, why is she sharing this right now, in this moment? And I'm guessing that whatever you say next might help tell a story. Uh, Well, yeah, I think we're going to tell a story and I think you're going to have opinions about it. And that's why I brought it to the table today, because in addition to telling people that she had COVID early on and it left her with long term fatigue and um, body inflammation and brain fog. Mm -hmm. But she is recovering with the help of goop products. Oh, stop. Knock it all the way off. So, um, GP's Picks, healing my body with a longer-term detox. What? So there's a piece on Goop called G... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. 
you take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Hmm, what flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Peace picks, healing my body with a longer-term okay. detox. Okay. And she goes, a little background. I had uh, COVID-19 early on, and it left me with some long-tail fatigue. Long-tail fatigue? Is that a thing? Long-tail fatigue? I mean, what does that mean? She I has don't a know. long, tired tail? She says, in January, I had some tests done, and it showed that I had really high levels of inflammation in my body. So I turned to one of the experts I know, the functional medicine practitioner, Dr. Cole, Dr. Uh, Will Cole. Oh, 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 pause. Remember him? I do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't he a listener of our show? Mm. Oh, he loves our mm-hmm. show. After he saw all my labs, he explained that this was a case where the road to healing was going to be longer than usual. So then she goes on to share the things that have made her healthier. And that's the thing that I that just rubs me uh, opposite of the iconic 80s song, The The Wrong Wrong Way. Way. Mm -hmm. Um, She talks about the supplements that she's taking. Now, again... I don't care what you do to make you feel better following an illness or what have you. I've got opinions and thoughts about them, but like it's America, it's a free country. If rubbing, uh, you know, a certain kind of oil on you makes you feel good, I am not one to tell you to not rub oil on your face, right? Right. But I don't like the idea of um, detox and COVID. And getting better after COVID, if you take these supplements, being a message Mm -hmm. that people hear, Mm -hmm. because that that requires science. Mm -hmm. And we don't know enough about what COVID does to our bodies long term using science Mm -hmm. in such a way that you can simply turn to Gwyneth Paltrow to come up with like the five things that will make you feel better. Like, I just don't think the jury is in on that yet. Yeah. And so you have to be really, really careful. Right? Yes. And that's, I mean, that would be, I would have a similar critique. I would also say that there are a lot of people, a lot of people who are suffering still effects from um, COVID-19. There are people that they call long haulers. Yeah. Who or can, apparently long tailors. I don't yeah, know. That I think must be a thing. That that has to do with COVID specifically. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Well, sh- the, and they truly are struggling. I mean, you will hear their stories and you will hear the many, many people that they have gone to with any number of symptoms and not been able to get um, anywhere, any time, any kind of, uh, any kind of quick. And to hear Gwyneth Paltrow say, oh, I just sat down with this, like, podcasting doctor, and he he figured it out right there, then and there, and now I'm detoxing with all these products that you can conveniently get through my website. Yeah, and it just, it, that's like it's not like a middle finger, based. And it's like a middle finger to, to the yeah. people who are really, really struggling. Also, hard. just the people that can't afford the right. $112 diamond double old-fashioned glass to drink your non-alcoholic mocktails. Cute. When we come back on the Culling and Show, dumb people doing dumb things. 
crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hello. These are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Lord Oh, that's like. fun. Okay, let's do this. Um, some, uh, I'm sorry, what? Other places, like oh, where? Yeah, like Pierce County, Washington. Oh my gosh. And I need to tell you about some people that did some stuff. And the things that they did earned them crazy, stupid idiot status, hence the segment. So I need to take you to uh, an area in Pierce County, Washington, wherein at 2.39 in the a.m. on the 3400 block of the 72nd Street East, deputies showed up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what did they find when they arrived at the scene? Well, they came to a house and the door was open. Hmm. And um, when the deputy arrived at the scene, he saw two men fleeing from the house. So before he, instead of like first just running after the men, he checked the house to make sure everything oh, was okay. sure. Good call. But that's a problem. Uh oh. Because there was something going on in the house. No. Because think about it. So, like, he shows up. Oh. Uh-huh. People running away. Yeah. He doesn't chase those people. Yeah, they... He goes to the house first. So then he checks the house. The house is fine. But then they're gone. Oh, crud. they gone. But wait! There's more. What? So, he actually is able to find them. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Now... All that we know at the scene is that there is a detached garage, broken window. Did they detach the garage? No, no that's a phrase describing Sorry. how the garage <laughs> is not attached to the house. Anywho, I have one of those. I think you have one I of those, too. too. Yeah. I mean, unless you live in the suburbs, you probably have a detached garage. Uh-huh. Let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I paint a picture for you. You have the house it was broken into. You have the detached garage with a broken window on a door. But he was still able to find those losers. <gasps> mm-hmm. When they ran away, did they just like run around the house or something? They not only, no, they didn't okay. run around the house. Okay. But you know what they did do? What did they, they do? They ran away. Okay. In the snow. Oh, oh, duh. oh my gosh. I'm so, I would be terrible at like tracking an animal. So, yeah, you would. Because I would forget that there are tracks. Wait a minute. What are these weird things that go in a repeating pattern towards? Follow these. Also, let me just tell you that he followed the trail. Do you know where the trail took him? To the place where they were. Which was? 
the other side. Well, imagine this. You're the... following the tracks. Yeah. Yeah. To their house. Nope, to a tree. Oh. Oh, and then they stopped. And then the tracks stopped, and you know yeah. what he did? He looked up. And there they were. Mm, hanging from in the tree. The tree. Morons. Yeah. You guys. Okay. So next time if you're gonna steal, steal with either some deer feet mm-hmm. uh or rabbit feet would rabbit work. feet. Mm-hmm. Maybe coyote feet. Uh or no feet. Mm-hmm. Like wheels Wheel. maybe. Yeah, you well, can still follow those. A hovercraft. That's all you can do. Yeah. Just don't steal in the snow because no. they're gonna be able to find you. Uh, would you like to go to Michigan? I am most days. No, but sure for you. I will. Thank you. We're going to Warren, Michigan. Okay. And, um, we're going to meet, uh, a guy. We don't know who he is actually. Um, he's actually still on the run. At least he's not on the runs. Well, I got bad news for you. (laughs) Oh no. He kind of is on the run. What? He's um he's accused this this unnamed person that they have not been able to find yet. He's accused of a serial crime and that crime includes breaking into auto shops, opening the doors of the cars in the auto shop lots and <clears throat> Would you like to guess? Using the seat as um a restroom. Uh huh. Yeah. So number one. <laughs> number one. He breaks into the auto shop, and number two, in the cars. Yeah. Uh, so far, there have been uh, two reports from different auto shops of someone doing this in Why? the middle of the night, and uh, they're working on tracking him down. There's a surveillance shot of him with just like the driver's side door open. And oh, I gotta he's see this. Just, he's just uh, putting the package in the uh, right what? there in the driver's seat. Oh wait, I have to go to the link that says surveillance shot. Is yeah. that where I'm going? Yep. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my there he god! Is. He brought some reading material. So, so that's like a thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Like if you're doing that, you that's a that's like, you're like, I got to get to a car yeah. and go doo-doo in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a thing. That's like an life. urge. Mm-hmm. that you. That's like an itch you have to scratch. Exactly. That's it. So if you know a guy for whom that is the itch that they like to scratch, now you know. That is so nasty. Mm-hmm. Warren, I just, you know, the, the, the scary thing or not the scary thing, but the unfortunate thing would be like running into someone who was in the midst of that. Like, well, actually, I mean, that would be kind of a good thing because you can't that's not something you can quickly run away from. Remember your last story, Bradley, where uh, they followed a trail. <laughs> oh. All I'm saying is if you catch somebody in the middle of that act, it's not going to be easy for them to get away. Yeah, I think I would Jessica just Fletcher. stand behind the bush and let them finish well, Let them regain composure? their composure and then leap in to arrest them. You don't want to arrest them in the midst because God only knows. I mean, I've been to Tim Hortons. You really don't want a chance interrupting Mm-mm. somebody. 
because you don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh no. Do. But, but you know what they do do. do. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying you don't want to be near the doo doo. Mm-hmm. I would tell you, I think if it was not a churlet uh, or my backyard, I would have a real hard time doo dooing anywhere else. I feel like we've been through this. We've had this conversation about how we are um, fascinated by the skill of doo doo on demand. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that sounds like a bad streaming. <laughs> hey, Hey-o. well, right. Because you have to actively say self. Mm-hmm. We're going to put this yeah. here. We're going to put this I, here. I was born with this, like, like a, like a self sealing experience where like that, that power, that switch doesn't get flipped unless I'm sitting on porcelain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or there is some sort of emergency happening. Yeah, it's like Pavlov's toilet. Yeah. Yeah. I told you I did have the experience of forgetting my keys a couple times as a teenager. Yes. And uh, having to go back to the garden Mm -hmm. and... (laughs) Fertilize. Fertilize the lawn. Mm. And and I've never told my parents about that. Well, by all means, (laughs) say it on the radio. Hey, (laughs) there's this podcast you might want to check out. Oh, my gosh. It's a podcast. Oh, hey, oh. But right. nobody okay. ever talks about this. No, so no, no. On. We're going to so move, on. move on. Yeah, move on. Mm-hmm. Really quickly, I want to tell you about some COVIDiots. We haven't oh, done any COVIDiots in a while. I want to tell you about Wayne Brown, Ju- Walter Wayne Brown Jr. Okay. And Gary Brummett. Uh, Walter Wayne Brown Jr. is 53. Gary is 81. And they are federal marshals. Okay. Maybe. Anyway, so imagine you're at the Wyndham Deerfield Beach Resort and these two guys show up flashing their credentials at you. You're going to be like, okay. But there's a problem. The reason they flash those credentials is because the staff was like, hey, guys. um, Because you need to wear a mask because that's what we're doing right now. And they were like. Look at these credentials. We don't need to wear masks. We are federal agents. We do not need to wear masks. Okay. All right. And the the hotel manager was like, okay, well, I don't... Do you get to do that when you're a federal marshal? Anyway, can I look at those credentials a little closely? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. dear. That looks like something... Oh, that looks like your library card, sir. They were not federal marshals. They were imposing or imposing, impostering, impersonating, impersonating. Yeah, they were impersonating. They were imposters who were impersonating federal marshals Mm. so that they wouldn't have to wear face masks at a South Florida resort hotel. Also, is that a thing? Do federal marshals not have to wear masks? I kind of feel like they do. Right. And also, like what that, like what what. Like, you're staying at the hotel, you're a federal marshal, so you just think the whole time you're not going to have to wear a mask? I mean... What? I d- what? Anyway. Um, the, they ended up having to give them masks and said, that's... you Stop lying and go away, and now you're going to go to jail. Are they going to jail for well, that? yeah, because they impersonated federal agents. You can't do that. You know, they also, the guy's they 81 years old. Oh, wow. Like, Don't you have a retirement policy at well, the maybe bureau? This... Yeah, good point. Good point. Like Grandpa Moses shows up and 
When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, tis time to play a game. That game is called the Throwback Live. Light. We are going to do such a thing after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 